Hi, this is Sharonda from Chicago Speak Japanese Meetup Group. You can find us on Instagram at Chicago Speak Japanese, and you're listening to the feed from Geek Mountain. Woo-woo. Once again, back again. It's another 360 no scope tutorial psych. No, this is the feed from Geeky Mountain. It's an anime video game podcast with two black nerds. It's your boy, Sure You Can Pizza here. We also got Jaku. Say something. Oh shit, you caught me in the middle of drinking something. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep going. Uh and yes, and that is that is the podcast in a nutshell. Uh so, but today. We have a special guest with us today. Uh, we have Jonathan Santiago here. Uh, How's it going? How, how is life? How are you? Life's good, man. Um, it's crazy. I've been been working on a million and one things. You know, Sean, Sean's known me for a little while now, and uh, he can tell you I'm, I'm always doing yeah, 10 I'm, different things. Almost about a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As so, fast as that went, man, that's crazy. That is crazy. So wh- who are you mm-hmm. and what do you do? Tell our listeners. Uh, that was like straight up Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who is your daddy? Right. And what yeah. does he do? <laughs> um, so my name is Jonathan Santiago. I do a whole bunch of different things. Um, what Sean knows me from is I'm the director of technology for Anime Magic, which is a uh, regional anime convention in uh, Schaumburg, which is supposed to be in its second year uh, in August. But uh, we'll see <laughs> if it gets to happen with COVID going on. So um, I also play uh, a character called Fallon Flynn. In uh, a band called Bees for Villains from the Chicagoland region that travels all over the country and performs too, um, you know, a- amongst other things. But those are the, the two uh, primary things. Some of you may or may not know me from uh, Gamerhead Radio. I did a hundred and I don't know twelve episodes of the two hundred episodes that those guys did together. We used to travel around and do those uh, episodes sometimes live at conventions and other things, venues and so on. Um, Jeez. Video games and stuff. So. Bunch, bunch of things, man. I'm always trying to do uh, this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? Definitely, and I mean, of course, you're you're into anime, and you're definitely into video games. So you're always you're always welcome here on the mountain. Thanks, with man. Us. I appreciate that. <laughs> I am definitely into those things you know, as far back don't, as I can go. Don't forget the s'mores. That's right. <laughs> oh my god, right. you're in, you're ingrained <laughs> in it. So, like, what uh, what have you been watching, playing lately? Um, so I'm, I'm not gonna, it's perfect for this episode once we get to the <laughs> topics, but I have, I have been playing an obscene amount of Final Fantasy 14. Oh my um, god. Oh yeah? Oh yeah, man. Um, kind of late to the party. Um, I started it, I have an, I have a launch copy, like a 1.0 copy of that game, which was wow. a massive failure and uh, didn't do well. And then they had to relaunch the game as everyone knows it was a Realm Reborn now, but I have an original copy of the game. Um, 
hadn't didn't play it for years. COVID happened, and I was like, look at all this time on my hands. Now I got to find something to do. <laughs> and then you know, Final Fantasy happened, and here we are now. So I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy 14. I mean, truly obscene amount of Final Fantasy 14. Um, and then uh, watching, um, <clears throat> I've actually taken, unlike most people, uh, kind of a break from watching anything mm. while I was on kind of COVID lockdown because I'm a huge movie. TV show, video game person, and I, I burnt myself out watching everything all the time. So I haven't really been watching much, which is a strange answer for me. That's interesting. I have a mile-long list of stuff to watch, though. I feel that, though. I feel like I used to binge watch a lot of stuff, but like since COVID happened, I haven't been binge-watching anything at all. I just can't do it. It's hard. Well, here's the thing, too, is is that I'm, you know, I'm a little older. Um, I'm, I'm on my way to 39 here this year and i've got three kids and a wife and uh all my kids my oldest is five so wow even even if i want to sit down and binge watch something the only thing i binge watch lately are the back of my fucking eyelids Ah. (laughs) ugly snoring sitting up on the couch like an old man so that's welcome the future is now that's what everyone is looking forward to yeah i love Uh oh i think I think that's what I'm on my way to. I have my, I have a first, uh, my first child is on the way. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. here, let me give you, let me give you some, some dadly advice here, man. Just buckle up and get a helmet. Buckle up and get a helmet. <laughs> a helmet. It's amazing. And uh, make make sure you prepare mentally prepare to start binge watching the back of your eyelids. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I have a habit of going to sleep at two a.m., so I think I'm gonna have to break out of that. Uh, you're yeah. not gonna have a choice. Your body's not gonna let you, man. Oh. <laughs> this is everybody always goes like, oh, what's the point? What happened? Where, where's the point in which you become old? That's the point when That's... you wake up one day and realize you don't do two a.m. anymore because your body won't let you. Oh. Welcome, to, welcome to the fold. Enjoy it. Come Welcome on, the water's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yo, you guys are wild. I'm uh, I'm, ch- I'm childless over here, so I guess I'll go next. Uh, I was um, about to ask you. <laughs> no, it's too late. Um, what you, what you watching, sure you can. Thank you. Um, let's see. So I'm still watching Chihaya Furu. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> still don't understand that game. It's uh, Karuda. No, I, hey, you can say that. It's, you can keep saying it over and over again. I still don't understand it. It's 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 a game. It's just a game, and it's amazing. Um, you, I mean, yeah. If if you guys like sports anime, you guys will love this show. Basically, it follows the same like sports anime like formula. Basically, um, I I, t- I keep talking about it every week, so it's like why? But this is like the only thing I'm watching, right? So. Um, but I'm really excited about it. I'm glad I got into it. Uh, I think everybody should get into Chihaya Furu. Um, but that's, I mean, that's basically it for playing or for watching. What have you been playing though, Jacuz? Uh, me personally, I've been playing, um, I don't know why I said me personally. Uh, I've actually been playing Persona 5 Royale and fun story about that. Uh, I put 19 hours into the game and since I already beat the uh, previous one that came out, the vanilla P5. Uh, I'm trying to 100% this one in the first playthrough, right? That's so I no. looked up a guide. That's a no. No, no, it's it's possible. So uh, this Japanese player actually produced a guide in which you can 100% everything in the first playthrough, but you have to follow it very, very strictly. Yeah. In which I fucked up. I fucked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> 19 uh, hours. Yeah. 
And uh, I, 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 I came to a crossroads yesterday where I was like, okay, it's either I got to start over or I got to rework the schedule. So I tried to rework the schedule and like putting things off. But because I fucked up this social stat uh, that I was trying to build kindness, which is the hardest one in uh, Persona, um, I had to just start all the way over. But fun fact. I started over yesterday and I'm already back to where I was at in the game. So I don't, I have no idea where those night, how I spent those 19 hours, <laughs> but I have five hours in a game right now. And my character is a way higher level, like at least three levels higher than where I left off in the original save file. So I was just like, oh, okay. fuck. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm following the guy closely now. Like I'm not watching TV while playing now, <laughs> at the same time anymore. I remember in, cause I was following like a similar uh, guide in persona 3 fest and like uh there was a few there was like maybe two or three days that like if i fucked up i could like redeem myself right there should be some i feel like there should be some days like that i feel like if you go yeah down the list, there there are extra days like that but since they since they added in three new confidence well okay so the stat that i fucked up it's so hard to build that like you need all those days for it so like it, it just it got complicated trying to switch things around and like i'm i'm lazy personally so i was just like all right i'm gonna just opt out and just restart the entire thing and just run through it because I, I only finished the first palace uh so it wasn't anything crazy um mm. but there are extra days in the game but there's more there's more confidence in the game though so it's like when i was scrolling through lists and looking at the days because the, the guide is spoiler free so that's awesome it just tells you like you know do these activities on these days and when I was scrolling through the guide, dude, there were no, he did not indicate any like, oh yeah, you, this is a free day. You can do whatever you want. Like every day was utilized to 100% this game. So mm. uh, I fucked up and I was just like, nah, I don't feel like playing through this twice. I already, I've already experienced the story once in which I put like 200 hours into it the first time I played through. Yeah. So uh, I was just like, fuck all that and just decided to go back. But yeah. And then uh, also uh, I'm watching Sword Art Online and that's been it's been it's been a change like i've shit on sword art so many times in this uh pot on this podcast but going back and watching it i i definitely see why i enjoyed it the first time what episode are you at now uh currently we're uh on episode it's the episode where he he almost uh kirito almost gets killed that's like every uh, episode <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. The first, okay, so you remember how Asuna had a had uh that bodyguard dude in the um the the Dragonite Brigade or whatever their that brigade is? Yeah. That guy when he like poisoned him and paralyzed him and he was like just stabbing his ass and Asuna came out of nowhere and fucked him up. But then like he well, Kirito killed him. That was the first person Kirito killed. Uh I'm at that point right now. And so oh, like they they okay. just got they just discovered Yui, I think. Um mm, their their yeah. digital child. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, but, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch everything all the way up until uh, Alicization. I just, I feel like I owe the anime that. And also, I just, I can't skip shit unless it's filler. Like, I just can't do that. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, I don't know. I mean, that's debatable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but speaking about MMOs, uh, today's main topic, which is, this is technically a re-recorded episode, but uh, <laughs> today's main topic is MMOs folks yes 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 in this time of social distancing we should get together and play a massively multiplayer online game <laughs> that's, that's my do it that's my call to action yeah it is it's the best way to do it right um we can't work together unless it's online <laughs> I, guess, I don't know <laughs> 
I mean, I'll talk a little bit about that too when we get there. But but the difference between playing an MMO by yourself and playing it with hell one other person, let alone lots of people, is night and day. Yeah. Oh, it really, it really is, and that can be applied to like like any game. Because I remember uh, I was big into Destiny, even though Destiny was like a flop in my opinion. Um, mm. And I played the shit out of that because I had people I played with every day. And then once they decided that they were done playing the game and moving on to other things, I was like, yeah, I'm done with this game. Like, it was over with. Like, I tried playing alone, but it just it just was never the same. A lot of online games, um, MMOs are not, you know, they're, they're not excluded from this. But anything that operates as a game, as a service, is kind of like that. I played an obscene amount of red dead online with my my father my dad's cool as shit he plays games um That's and true. and our, my, my guitar player jay and uh another friend of ours so we had our whole posse in the game there running around doing everything pretty much played everything that you could for content in the game because they did such a bad job launching that game That's with crazy. enough stuff to keep people occupied they whenever they weren't on though i found i was never playing I just never, <laughs> I loved Red Dead Online. It was so much fun. I I loved you know Red Dead too. Never played it by myself online, and I I realized it's because like most games as a service, yeah, most of them are soul crushingly boring to play by yourself. <laughs> Destiny's a good example of that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a great example. Yeah. So that's that's the topic for today, folks. Um, but first we gotta we gotta pay homage to uh one of the first if not the first mmos of course uh in the late 1980s of all things built on by its own online engine of some sort what is this we don't really know what it is exactly because i don't even <laughs> fully comprehend it but it was air warrior and it was a flight simulation game of all things right um yeah imagine so like that's where MMOs started. This is like where MMOs like first started, and it, throughout the years, it's clearly evolved way beyond. <laughs> so um, it's like oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I I just remember before we get into this, I, I remember uh playing something online with my uh, what was that uh internet that dial up connection like fifty six k. Bro, yeah, I could not understand anything that was going on in stream. I was I was getting sniped. I forgot what game I was playing. It was like some first person shooter. If it was on fifty six k, it was I. It couldn't have been one one of more than a handful of games. It I wouldn't be shocked if it was Unreal Tournament or something. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, it wasn't Unreal Tournament because it was a. It was like a. It, it was like based in real life, so it was like an army game. Um, uh, oh, uh, I'm trying to think of what it was though. Because I, I remember my buddies got me. Anybody? Nah, it wasn't Tom Clancy. Operation Flashpoint. Operation Flashpoint. <laughs> Flashpoint. Uh, Flashpoint. Maybe I'll, I can actually ask my homies from kindergarten because that's yeah. <laughs> we, we. I'm old man. I, I, no. I got stories. I got uh, I got stories from. Oh from, my god. From the <laughs> so why not? Why not, John? Go ahead and like tell people what what exactly is an MMO. So massively multi, uh, massively multiplayer online game. So um, most aside from Air Warrior, which is a great pull, by the way, that is a dirt old game. <laughs> um, most most MMOs have their roots, and most people would say that MMOs roots start with Baldur's Gate, right? Baldur's yeah. Gate was you know isometric, you know three quarter overhead game, 
Andron uh, sprites and pixels, and um, it you know was kind of a, an underground success at the time. <laughs> and but I mean everybody pretty much anybody that that thinks about you know MMOs in the traditional sense they're gonna they're gonna go back to EverQuest right because that's yeah. the one that kind of cracked that open. Yeah, and got it started. Um, but yeah, I mean most. I, there's there's been a lot of MMOs, man. I, I know you and I, I talked about this online, Sean, but I, yeah. I played pretty much every MMO you can think of on the oh market. Most of them are God. fantasy, right? But there's a lot, man. It's I have a go ahead. I actually have a question about Baldur's Gate. That's an MMO because I remember playing Baldur's Gate two on PS two. PS two? No, yeah, PS two. Yeah. And, it's considered, and I, a, yeah, it's considered the kind of like the first MMO or quasi MMO because at the time having, you know, uh, <laughs> having more than five people online at any time was considered massive. <laughs> Dude, I, I definitely remember like PS2 online and that shit was trash, bro. <laughs> it was trash. It was, let me tell you what one of the most painful online experiences of that age was. I... I can't express to you the misery of trying to play Final Fantasy XI on a PlayStation 2. Oh my god. Yep, yep. It was something else, man. You had to have that big bulky... uh, You had to connect like the modem to the back of the (laughs) PlayStation 2. And and you know what's funny about that? I remember um, (laughs) remember my stepdad trying to play SOCOM on PS2. And I'm looking at him like, bro, that's not going to work. Like, like our internet is bad. It's that shit's not gonna work. <laughs> Nobody yeah, can call right. you. Nobody, Nobody can call you. Can call you. And, and yeah. Like my mom stayed on the phone, so it was like, even if it did work, you're gonna be able to play for like what two seconds because she wants to be on the phone. If you're gonna be playing that, <laughs> that was the old joke, man. You couldn't play. You had to check with mom first if you wanted to do any gaming because oh. she was gonna pick up the phone and cut you off in the middle of what you were doing. Those were the days. Those were dark times, my friends. Those dark times. Were... Oh geez those were dark times so it's like um uh yeah obviously if like mmos feature like tons of players right uh through the use of internet mm-hmm. as opposed to like uh like land games right where like you guys are connecting like computers together or like i don't know ps2s together or whatever right xboxes xboxes that was my first right? yeah, yeah 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 so they're they're different from typical games that are just online like call of duty and tekken as they contain thousands of players that you typically well nowadays they contain thousands of players that you interact with at like any single moment in time even if it's through just actual like visual like contact or like through like player economy um so yeah we we talked about like ones like uh like uh everquest and Baldur's gate which those mmos actually popularize the mmo genre of mmorpgs so now when you think of MMOs, clearly the first thing that comes to mind is just World of Warcraft, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, actually. Yep. So. <laughs> for, for, for me, at least, because you remember what I said on the last episode we didn't record, like you blew my mind when you said the first MMO was a, a flight, simula- flight simulator mm-hmm. because it's interesting because like the first MMO I ever seen was World of Warcraft and more so related to the Leroy Jenkins meme. <laughs> um, so that, that was my first like, introduction to like mmos just because uh for one growing up my parents weren't inter- weren't tech savvy at all so like internet wasn't a big thing to them <laughs> and then even when they did get internet they didn't 
get Wi-Fi for like the longest time. And it's like, what, what's the matter with you? But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, yeah, like what sure you can was saying, the first thing that comes to mind to me when I hear MMO is RPG. Like they're just associated together. Like I, I don't think of like MMO as anything else but that. And then nowadays we have uh, a new type of MMO that's being, I guess, you know, that's that's been created, I guess. Uh, as you made an example of, of Red Dead Redemption, um, and Grand Theft Auto Five or GTA Online, rather, um, mm-hmm. that took MMOs to like they're they're at a different level where like no one can compete with GTA Online. Like there's there's no competitor to GTA Online. There's nothing. Yeah, it's like pretty, it's it. pretty amazing. Because <laughs> there's, there's the, amount, no, the amount of content in there is just insane. It is insane. I'm impressed with how much so they, they keep crazy. Exactly right. I've watched like tons of youtube videos on gta online on like why it's bad why it's good why everything right because it's such a unique game no mm-hmm. one can no one can like uh no one can duplicate that no one can like yeah. emulate it anyway um it, so and i don't even know what like what do you call gta online what do you call it <laughs> i mean it's definitely it's a multiplayer it's a it, I would say that it's a cooperative multiplayer game more than MMO. Not that there aren't a ton of people playing it. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it's... Yeah, I, w- I would just call it a cooperative multiplayer game over an MMO. But then you also have... But it's have... definitely different than yeah. a standard like cooperative multiplayer game. Because right? it's like PvP all the mm-hmm. time, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. So, um, the other MMOs, I'd just like to mention just to get it out. Uh, there's also like RTS MMOs, uh, mm-hmm. of course, first-person shooters like uh, Destiny uh, and Destiny 2. Uh, there's also sports MMOs. I, I there was some soccer game that was online. I don't remember the name of it because it's probably dead right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like you would like level up your character. You would play on teams with other random people and kind of. It was weird. It was I don't know. Um, and then of course we have casual MMOs like The Sims, VR Chat, uh, and Second Life, right? Um, but more notably though, MMORPGs they they behave a lot differently from the single player uh, experience. Uh, more so, I guess, more compared to like single player RPGs. Uh, the main difference being that like MMOs don't really have an end. Right, there's no like credit scene, right? You don't fight a boss and then it's just like I'm done. I'm putting the game down, really. You, uh, unless the game was that like actually die, uh, like Maple Story Two, uh, rest in peace. Uh, Maple <laughs> Story Two. <laughs> the sun has set, <laughs> as they say. Um, so that's, I mean, that's generally uh, the intro or my intro to MMOs. So let's start with like you guys' first MMOs, I guess. <laughs> Oof man, I'm gonna let you guys go because I got a I got a list. No, you go first. No, no. No, you no, you're definitely not going first. No, I wanna just drop I just wanna name drop this one. This was the World of Warcraft killer. Uh it was Dream of Mirror Online. Shut the it was... fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. Uh that was the first MMO that I played at Sure You house. Uh he downloaded it and set it up for me because at the time I was uh inept with the computers. 
Um, and it was trash. That shit was trash. Ola. I'm it not gonna a, lie. It was a decent game. It, it did what it it did what it done. Okay. Man, that game was heavily like too complicated for no reason. Like like not user friendly at all. You think you think Dream of Mirror is complicated? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so I'm you've been saying. skipped. You've been skipped. Uh, all right, so John, <laughs> your all right. So your first MMO, go. Uh, my first MMO. Um, I I did play Baldur's Gate when it was when it was originally um, mm. which we're still live, but I didn't. <clears throat> it's in that same sort of style as like let's say Diablo, right? Where it's yeah. like that isometric. So I'm not a big fan of those games. I'd yeah. much rather be more in the game closer to the character you know i i you know i just want to be immersed right yeah but, uh i did i did start with that but I, it was very short-lived i didn't play it for very long plus uh you know that dial-up aol connection you know um <laughs> yeah this was like 1998 or 1999 when you used to get cds in the mail for internet yeah yes. i still have i guarantee you i have a box with a you know, stack <laughs> of those damn things somewhere in the closet somewhere um but yeah, I, I uh, that was where I started. But I, it was um, really EverQuest. You know, some several mm-hmm. expansions into two or three expansions, Planes of Power or something like that. I think is where I started. Jeez, and, uh, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I I played I played a lot of EverQuest, and uh, I'll just I'll just I'll do the lineage quickly so I don't eat up this entire episode. No, you're good. That. You're fine. You're fine. Um, of course, did World of Warcraft after that. Um, which I I had played all the way th- pretty much through Mists of Pandaria, and I haven't wow. really touched it since. And I love you know I love Warcraft. I like their their methods of storytelling. I like the worlds that they. I still think they have some of the best um, level design I've ever seen in an MMO. Mm. I like um, that they still that they're still expanding on it. Like yeah, yeah, there's yeah, still yeah. expansions coming out to this day. Like which is kind yeah. of crazy to me. They they do they do a lot of really dumb things with that game now though in terms of like they're they're so afraid to yeah. any, any potential new subscribers that they're starting to roll a lot of stuff back and and kind of make it i don't know they're, they're kind of watering it down i think yeah you know, it does um, make sense too as like a business standpoint because what they just did they just put out like what that warcraft uh game the classic the mobile which oh just yeah the classic yeah that's yeah that's crazy yeah, Blizzard's, Blizzard's been making some weird, or Activision Blizzard, uh, they've been making some weird decisions uh, yeah. lately. Yeah, I, I don't think Activ. Well, let's let's Activision is the same Activision they've always been. I don't think Blizzard. A lot of the auteurs of gaming, like Blizzard and Valve, and these people that were always renowned for making the best games, none of them are kind of what they used to be. I don't think. Oh, um, definitely. I, I think Blizzard is a shell of their former selves. I just I don't care. I was like, as a side note, um, I think I was telling, I was showing, or or I think, yeah, I was showing Jakku's uh, Magic the Gathering. They were, uh, Mm -hmm. they, they just banned a lot of racist cards. Yeah, I saw that. that Oh, there are crazy ones in there. Dude, they were ridiculous. And I was saying like, there's no way the people that still work for like Magic the Gathering, like even made those even like thought about those cards to to this day right that's like still work there they they can't be there anymore because magic the gathering's been out forever (laughs) so here here's a a very quick anecdote about that so about 2008 2009 i used to manage a tcg ccg um 
collectible shop in Chicago. Ooh. Called, uh, now defunct game uh, game store called uh, Galactic Forest Toys and Games, right on Clark and Beaumont, right where Ooh. the alley used to be. Oh. And um, like right next door to the alley. And I used to run their their Friday night magic events, and um, people used to make fun of some of the cards then, and go like, "Dude, how did this? <laughs> they get wow. these in here? Like this, this is rough." And I mean, not just I mean, you could think of it as like racist cards or just graphically inappropriate yeah. cards, or sometimes like you know misogynistic or homophobic yeah. cards. It was just crazy, man. Like they've got so many cards in their their vault that I don't even think they realize what they sit on. But anyways, that yeah, was that was another life ago. <laughs> I've also so yeah my okay back on MMOs I've also started with EverQuest right mm-hmm. um and you gonna tell that EverQuest story yeah I'm telling Ever I mean it's not much of a story other than like I asked my, <laughs> I had that I mean I was I don't even know what how old I was I don't even know how I got the game honestly um but. I had to ask my mom for credit cards. So like I had to, I was actually one of those kids. I was like, "Hey, mom, can I uh get that credit card from you? I need to play this game." Because <laughs> MMOs has uh they were all subscription based, right? It was subscription mm-hmm. service that you had to pay monthly, which is now nowadays it just sounds ridiculous, right? I mean, yeah, stupid shit like Fortnite and Call of Duty Warzone <laughs> that you could just pick up and play anytime. <laughs> But I was playing EverQuest, and, like, the only thing I can remember was, like, I was fighting these, uh... Oh, okay. I know where you're talking about the story. Um, <laughs> I was fighting these wolves, and I'm like, wow, this is great. This is a lovely game. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, I don't even know how old <laughs> I was. I'm, like, 13, 12 or something. And what ended up happening? I ended up, like, getting into, like, a dungeon or something, and I was, like... <laughs> I made friends with this this kid younger than me, right? And I was like, EverQuest had that like system, that mechanic where like you, what happens when you die, John? I forget. Like you had to like On go EverQuest? to your body. Yeah. Yeah, you would die, and you would have, if I recall correctly, not only did you have a, um like a debuff on you where your your health and um you know mana and stuff was severely reduced. Yeah. In in a game where it already took forever for your health to regenerate, remember you used to have to kneel. You'd have to press X oh my and, God. and kneel down. And you'd have to sit there and wait for like three minutes for your fucking health. Dude, it was just you know, classic MMOs were were a soul crushing exercise and wasting your time. And uh, not that they're not now; they still are. But they then they had it down to a science. And um, you would get that that nasty debuff. You have to god forbid you you were in the middle of like a yeah. continent you would have to walk all the, all way, the back way back from wherever you were <laughs> and then you would hope to god that your body wasn't laying in the middle of a bunch of mobs because if it was you had to hopefully <laughs> sneak in there and get your, your gear because if you died a second time then you that just was, lost, everything, lost that everything was laying on the ground you'd usually have to get you know somebody to come in there and, and drag your beat body. up <laughs> yeah, everybody, yeah. Up so that's that you can run in there Yep. That was it. No, that was it. You used no. to have to get people to come in there and, and fix your problems. That was that's some dark souls. I totally me. forgot <laughs> about that. That's why. That's why I'm glad we did this episode again because I totally forgot about like the kneeling mechanic and like walking all the way back. Oh my god! Like that was like my life after I went to this for my first dungeon ever. I was like, 
I gotta walk all the way back for my body. Are you fucking me right now? <laughs> Man. Yeah, it was it was not fun. It was. That's why I mean, even they they eventually started getting away from doing that in in MMOs because they kind of figured out that people are gonna cancel a subscription if you if you just make them feel like you're punishing them all the time, they're gonna yeah. stop giving you their money. Yeah, know? there was a there was a I don't know not a resurgence. There's like a renaissance of gaming where uh, developers realize that gamers like to actually win, right? Yeah. <laughs> so win we, and actually play not just walk around picking up your corpse that's you know. <laughs> so we started seeing more more and more games started having you know you know pay to win mechanics uh and mm-hmm. then just general like easy uh just like easy dungeons easier dungeons things that people could just you know sit at just sit and like watch something else too nowadays like like basically what it is in PSO mm-hmm. two, um, but that was my experience with EverQuest. I'm not gonna talk about the the story with the kid, <laughs> 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 but just just know I I did some, I was I was the first internet troll. <laughs> I don't care what anyone else says. I was the first internet troll. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to expose you right now, no. just in case I can. <laughs> he just not listen to this podcast. <laughs> He's gonna challenge you to Tekken and body you in it. Watch. Ah, it's too late. I already get bodied in Tekken. So, <laughs> <laughs> so from EverQuest, I went to RuneScape, which is like the weirdest like transition. After I found out that I've been, uh, I guess I don't know, I was banned in some type of way on EverQuest. Uh, so I went to RuneScape and was like, all right, well, I'm done with this. I don't know what happened with my mom's credit card after that. Uh. Because I didn't really understand how subscriptions worked. I was way too young. <laughs> so I went to RuneScape and I decided to be a monk for some reason. I don't know. I see. See, Johnny, do you remember? You played RuneScape clearly, right? I did. Well, I did. I did. But I, I, I played it in its original form. Yeah. But I didn't play it for long because I logged in and and I went ew and I. It was so it was so ugly, man. That game was. I mean, it got better later, but the original yeah. version of RuneScape it was it was terrible. You, <laughs> there, you, there wasn't like I don't even think characters had eyes, right? There was just like a fa- there was facial structure, yeah. but it was more of like oh, a polygon. It was like well, worse. they were they were um what was it? It's popular now, and you see a lot of um a lot of games use, especially independent developers will do like um yeah. like vector graphics. Yeah, and they'll 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 kind of build them the same way. But RuneScape was kind of doing it before it became artistic. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they they were. It, I I don't know what the what drew. I don't know. It was like it was free to play. That yeah, was the thing. There you it go. Was free. That was the original free to play. That's what got you. That's what got me playing it. Yeah. It so I was yeah. like, I could play this without using my mom's credit card. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm about to play this right now. Um, well, I remember thinking at the time, like, like who's gonna bitch about free? And then fast forward twenty years later, and now oh everybody bitches about free all the time. Not, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> the, the only time I bitch about free is when there's like pay to win mechanics in the game. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. God, I'm, I'm not about to play this game. So that that's runs to that, run to that kid who has like mom's credit card. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's but, a reasonable uh, position, though. I I don't know why I stopped playing RuneScape. I think I. I don't know. I, either I got scammed on like a bad trade, which is like really popular in RuneScape, 
but um I don't know why I stopped playing it, but it just wasn't it wasn't enough action. I went from EverQuest to RuneScape thinking like this is going to be an amazing ex- experience and it totally wasn't. Uh but fun fact, I I didn't want to go back to like a subscription based service. I couldn't ask my mom for a credit card again. Mm-hmm. So I didn't join World of Warcraft, but I did join World of Warcraft. I ended up actually having my own private server uh, with my best friend at the time, which is the craziest shit. Um, it was awesome. called it was called Bacon and Eggs World of Warcraft. <laughs> it was the dumbest shit in the world, dude. I swear, <laughs> if you, it, I'm, it's legit. I'm telling you, if you guys go back on uh, the What's the the like the time machine, the internet time machine thing? Mm-hmm. Uh if you go back and search bacon and eggs wow, like you'll see this forum and it's like so rough. It's like the roughest thing in the world. And we had at least a hundred people playing like all the time. That's awesome. And it was crazy. It was the craziest shit because I'm like, yo, this is real, man. Like I'm like fifteen, it's like summer. I'm in high school, right? And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I have no idea what I'm doing, right? Private servers were like copy and paste. And we had 100 people playing. And I didn't That's even great, know people. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I've gotten into playing um, a bunch of MMOs that used to be popular that aren't anymore. Fortunately for me, relatively recently got revived by uh, fan servers. And I got to go in mm-hmm. and play some games I never thought I would ever see again. Wow, um, like what? Like what? Which is cool. City of Heroes. Oh um, my god. I totally yeah. forgot about Secret. Oh, yeah. Man. You can you can get in there and play it now, man. They fan so NCSoft and, and the fans that tried to resurrect it. Yeah. Is, you know, the the license was pretty much dead for that game, so they started doing a fan server and they got permission to keep doing it. They had they had two hundred and fifty thousand people on it That's playing again over the summer. If you guys don't know really what cool. Jacuz, I don't think you know what City of Heroes is. I I remember seeing like ads for it, but I yeah, never there, really yeah there were ads for it. You could basically create your own hero, right? Yeah. Something it's that like hero MMO. You, yeah, it's like I a just, childhood just, dream. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> you could it was a big deal when the game launched. They had no capes, and everyone's like, "How are you gonna have superheroes flying with no capes?" Oh man? my god! And then they put it in, and it was a big deal because the capes could flap in the wind, and we were like, "Look at that animation!" <laughs> it looks pretty, it looks yes. pretty rough now, man. Yeah. There you go. There you got the image. Um, they, fun side note: they did. If you were a subscriber to that game, every mm-hmm. single month they 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 did a City of Heroes comic book, and they would ship you an issue every month with a subscription, and it had an ongoing Word. story arc. Yeah, and That's about halfway through, they realized that the artists and the writers that they had for the comic book series, you know, could have been interchanged with five year olds because it was terrible art and terrible Probably, writing. Probably, yeah. And then they fired them all, and then kind of relaunched it and it was more serious and it's really sad when that game died but that game was really popular at one point another one that i played one of the most unique mmos i have ever played in my life to this day star wars galaxies and um star wars of galaxies oh my god that, so you say that i with, didn't play with, yeah with the question mark and that's yeah. so sad to me because that game was amazing you could they had like base editors in that where they had a blog that they would feature every week the most crazy now you got to think this is so far before twitch so far Mm. before people taking an interest in watching games stream online 
there was a community of people who built these insane bases. You could you could pick a plot of land somewhere in the middle of one of the, the planets and you could build a city and people actually built cities and elected like mayors and stuff oh. and have like a whole it was crazy man and, and they, would do these, they used to call it the galactic showcase and they would showcase these you could probably still I remember find this i kind of i kind of remember hearing about this yeah, yeah 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 and then that game had a huge controversy because they wanted to rebalance the game um and they did this thing called the you know new game enhancements, the NGE, it's infamously known as. <laughs> and they rolled it out, and they made a big deal about it, and they hyped it up, and they put it out, and it fucking broke the game. It oh. broke it so bad that people were just angry. And then they were like, well, well but wait, there's more. We're going to roll out this whole other thing called the combat upgrade, the CU, they called it. It ruined the game further, and it oh. killed it, and everybody left. Oh. And um, recently, a fan server for the what they call the pre-NGE game was relaunched, and you can go play that. You know, even though right now, as far as I know, it's it's crickets. You can't find it. But that game was amazing, and it did a really good job of making a unique um, sort of. It, you see in MMOs where you can do multiple classes, like in yeah. Final Fantasy, you can switch jobs, or yeah. Secret World, you can play pretty much any job or any class. Which, if you haven't played that game, I highly recommend Secret World. It's amazing. That's um, ridiculous. But that game was the one that made it so you could switch classes almost on the fly. Um, That's really it was pretty cool. Neat. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know Play that. that. Anarchy Online. Um, Anarchy Online. Dark Age of Camelot. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, my brain's not working. Original oh, Guild Wars, Guild Wars 2. Guild Wars 2, um, yes. Yes. I always. Star Trek Online. <laughs> Star Trek Online. Dude, Star Trek Online is uh, it's ugly. It's not a great looking game. It's the same people who made City of Heroes. It's the same engine. Oh, wow. That game, one of the most unique MMOs I've ever played. That's it's really, really interesting. Very different. Yeah. I always uh, always praise uh, Guild Wars 2. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably, I don't know, it's probably the, arguably the MMO I've played the longest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't know. It was something about the game that just like drew me in. It, it mm-hmm. definitely had a different feel from, I guess, all the other MMOs I started playing, which was really yeah. like based out of, you know, overseas. I went to I I guess because I've been playing. I was I started after World of Warcraft after the server. Like the server, the server just crashed. I have no idea. Like mm-hmm. I I didn't know anything about coding. Right. I all I, like uh-huh. the, the private server was like a copy paste situation. Situation. I was just like, you. I found a thing, and I was like, oh okay, boop. Oh, boom. That's it. Mom, can I borrow your credit card? No, and that was it. I got a server. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. But after it crashed, I went to Ragnarok online. Um, and Maple Story. After that. Ooh, Maple Story, man. That's that's a an old popular. A lot of people played Maple Story. Couldn't get into it. It was a little too. You remember, I'm a lot older than you guys. Yeah, so like, it was a baby game. It's a baby game. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks crazy, right? It's 2D of yeah. all things, you know. Um, and I that was when I started really getting into deep cuts. Like I was really hacking at that point in uh, life. So I ended up getting banned yeah. from Maple Story. Uh, when I was hacking overnight, and I remember, I remember exactly when I like got banned too, because I was, 
my homie had told me, he was like, bro, man, I don't think you should, uh, I don't think you should go to sleep and leave your hacks on, man. Uh, <laughs> bro, like, I know you're, you're like level 60 now, but like, this is a populated area. You're going to get reported. I was like, bro, I've been doing this since like level 40, man. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that, when I woke up, I was so shocked. My like, I don't even know, 17-year-old self was so amazed because <laughs> I was banned that morning. I saw the the game was up, and it, it was at the title screen. I was I was upset. Like, what do I do now? Yeah. Life yeah. is over. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Life is over. Can you imagine your homie who's like, see, I told that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wouldn't have known because I never came back <laughs> Exactly. You know, that was the last time he talked to you. Like, yo, you don't run them hacks. Yeah. Never saw, never saw sure you. I remember because I was, I was so upset. Um, and then after that, I, uh, I don't even know what happened after MMOs after Meeple Story, honestly. But uh, there, uh, there's just been so many. Though. There's been, there's so, been many. so many, but they're so they're in decline. They're not popular like they used to be. People don't want to pay a subscription fee, and then if they do, they don't want to pay a subscription fee to basically do fetch quests. So they're super picky about games that are not. Yeah. You know, you're not doing busy work. And like Final Fantasy 14. I'm on the third expansion out of four, and um, it's. It's a long game, but it's got a great story. Amazing yeah. story. Probably the best story in an MMO I've ever seen. It uh, starts out really slow. It's really good. <laughs> that was when when I started hearing seriously more about uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. was when I started playing uh, MapleStory 2. And people were saying the same issues with MapleStory 2 is happening in Final Fantasy XIV. The issue yeah. is that MapleStory 2 is no longer a thing in North America. So... Yeah. I was trying to figure out. I was. I always wanted to talk to somebody about Final Fantasy XIV because I don't. I don't. I don't know anybody who plays. But um, they said there was like at end game content, everything was like RNG based, right? Like all the drops is just RNG. You'd be and now, then everything is time negated too. Anymore. Oh yeah, wow! No, really? If it was, it's not anymore. The games. The game's relatively accessible. The one thing that seems to be a sticking point for certain people, if if they don't realize when they get into Final Fantasy XIV, is that. There's, there's an insane amount of stuff to do. I mean, there's plenty to keep you busy. Lots of side quests and side story. The writing is pretty good. Um, the voiceover work gets really good later. But um, you progress into certain areas or missions or whatever is locked behind what they call the MSQ, which is the main scenario quest. And okay. if you are, if you, if you, like I had my cousin plays with me and he leveled this dude up to 50 and he's just like, well, how come I can't do these dungeons with you? I'm like, dude, because some of these dungeons you can't do until the story brings you to that dungeon and unlocks it. So you like rush your ass all the way up to 50 to do (laughs) certain things. And now you look like a clown and you're going to have play go just do what I told you at the beginning and go through the the MSQ and enjoy the story because you you can't get access to certain things. They kind of a bold move to lock it behind the story because not everybody wants to take in the story story. content in an MMO, but that game you should because even though the first chunk of the game is slow, yeah, each each subsequent storyline that they put into it is better than the one that came before it. It's pretty engaging. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um yeah, there was a a large amount of people that played um. I don't know. I don't even know how many max players they had on Steam, but they also had their own uh, launcher too, Maple Story Two. Mm-hmm. 
and uh there was tons of people online like it was at the point where like they had bots trying to sell like mesos like the the in-game currency like all the time in the main areas right Mm -hmm. um there was also bots just like farming right like in a line like a train of bots like killing mobs (laughs) and like (laughs) it was so ridiculous so that's how popular maple story 2 was and it died because there were issues with the game that the developers didn't want to fix yeah and we we i mean i can't tell you how many times there was so there was so much feedback there were so many videos being made so we were in talks with on the the subreddit the maple story 2 subreddit with the community manager and we're like yo this these are our demands if these aren't fixed <laughs> like like straight up like this game won't be a thing anymore like straight up like they were yeah. saying like next patch like we're gonna leave and yeah they so what they did was they laid out a roadmap of things that they were gonna fix and and we were super excited right mm-hmm. that roadmap never came to fruition it was only Yikes. to like lead us <laughs> along yeah it was only there to like keep us keep the real like hardcore dedicated players like in yeah um, yeah. the, the great thing is that the casual game experience is amazing. Maple Story 2 is an amazing game. It was yeah. it had its own um it was like kind of Minecraft-esque and like the like there was like blocks-ish. Every character was kind of blocky, but they were like a full character in a way. And it was yeah. 3D. But mm-hmm. every like for hardcore, like people that were dedicated to like the actual RPG aspect of it, it was time I I've told this story many times many times but this the the dungeons were all time gated you can only do so many dungeons in a week right and this ah, is see. end That's game content this is what you needed to do to make your character as strong as possible for the next content and it was time gated mm-hmm. you can only do like 15 dungeons a week right the drops were all rng so you could not even get the weapon that you wanted um mm-hmm because you would get other classes weapons right on top of that to improve your weapon you would need another copy of your own weapon so you really did need your own weapon to drop from these dungeons that you can only do 15 times a week and i would tell you you would need hundreds of copies to enchant your weapon right to get it to like the most the as powerful as it can be and it only yeah. got harder every time you did it yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a lot a lot of games fell victim to that man so um i tried to get jacuzzi into it but uh he as busy as he is never no really i i liked it but i didn't put more time in because i knew it was ending so i was just like i don't want to put time into a game that i know is going to die in a month yeah that's pretty reasonable john no that was the funny thing though john jonathan bro i'm telling you when they announced that they were closing servers they removed every limitation (laughs) yo you're leveling up fast i think i got to like level 40 or something like that oh wow dang yeah they removed every limitation they let all you can do as many dungeons as you want at a click of a button 
they uh they had like class specific drops so you were more likely to get like your own weapon than other classes weapons um and then there was this thing called fair fight which made it a fair fight against bosses so you wouldn't one shot bosses so basically they would scale down your damage to you know basically allow you to like fight a boss the way it should always be played it was like i don't even know it'll take like 15 30 minutes or whatever right mm-hmm. so it just made like enchanting our weapons was just like pointless right because we would only do this in-game content and we would enchant our weapons but we wouldn't see really a damage increase um so they removed fair fight they removed limitations on dungeons they gave us our weapons for uh when we fought these bosses and it was just like the the best time in Maple Story Two ever <laughs> for the last month of the game. I know because they actually made it fun to play, and you know sometimes these guys learn this stuff on the way out, <laughs> and and they realize where they made their mistakes. Uh, there was a what was the name of that game? Um, did you guys ever play APB Reloaded, or just regular APB actually? APB, what is that? Yeah, yeah it's called that? All Points Bulletin. So it was an MMO. But think of it as what what Grand Theft Auto Online wanted to be, mm. or, or what it, it wanted to be. What Grand Theft Auto uh, Auto Online ended up being. Mm. APB was very much, but it was more of a traditional MMO, not not as action oriented. Had so much promise, and they realized that they made this really cool game with a really cool engine that had you had nothing to do in it, and it was broken. And wow, it was, it was a mess. There was just killed it. You know, very sad time lots of games end up in that position where the end game content is either time gated or just boring and cyclical and then it's not fun anymore and people people check out exactly yeah it's problem with MMOs. so there's only a handful i think that are still popular today yeah. because they've managed to keep people with you know engaging content exactly yeah so jacuzzi is on his first mmo you can go ahead and tell people Jacuzzi. All right, guys. So my first MMO is Hell Hell Kitty Island. All right. Yeah. Um, good stuff. So- <laughs> That's a good one. It's a winner. Uh, I made a I made a one shot build in that game. Shut the fuck um, up. Okay. So yeah. So I'm playing I'm playing Final Fantasy Star Online uh, too, and uh, I haven't played in the last week just because uh, I was having issues with install reinstalling the game with uh, Tweaker to make it run better when it's in the lobby. Uh, but during the time that I was playing, and I plan to hop back on it uh, this weekend. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a little weird to get used to UI at first. Um, but like after getting used to it and just playing it, the game, the game was addicting. Like, just like, I, I found myself getting excited every time I leveled up because it opened up like a whole, like another, you know, array of things to do in the game. I don't think I even finished, the, uh, running through all the levels so far. And sure. You can just said that they, uh, uh, release an update because, you know, America's behind Japan, like I think, by like two episodes or something like that. Sure, you can. Like we're yeah we're yeah we're people the Japanese players say that we're on episode three and a half, and Jap I think Japan is only like episode six. So it's like eh. we yeah. we've gone through like years of content within weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I do like the well, game leveling up is like really fast in the game which i was, I was a little concerned about because i'm like damn i'm good to end game and like i hope the end game is like worth it we're not i even think i'm at end game that's the funny part we're at like yeah, early early mid game even at max level 
Yeah. And what I like about the game is that uh, the one thing I don't like about the game, and I'll get this out of the way real quick, is that uh, you make characters for certain ships, which is, our, I guess, like the instances or whatever. I, I found that to be a little weird that, like, I can only be relegated to ship two, which is, like, kind of busy all the time. So I'm like, I don't want to ever hop online and I can't get in because it's just too populated. Yeah, he's uh, talking about the he's talking about like servers, you know, like like in World of Warcraft, there's like different servers, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you can only be in like that server, right? Because yeah. your characters are on that server. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah, that's that's a good move that a lot of a lot of games have made in the modern age, MMOs in particular, is um, merging servers or making it, you know, so you can hop servers. Final Fantasy allows you to hop to anybody's server to play with them if you want to do like. That's really cool. Stuff. Yeah, it's that's pretty. Really cool. Yeah. But um, going on, though, the reason uh, that I do like the game is because, one, it reminds me of, like, uh, Monster Hunter mixed with, like, Dark Souls. Uh, two, it's free to play online without a subscription, um, which, you know, because I, I was looking into Final Fantasy myself, and I saw, like, that twelve ninety nine subscription. I'm like, wait, I got to pay, f- I gotta pay f- uh, for a full game and then pay monthly on it? Like, nah, I can't get behind that. Yeah, yeah every, that's, that's what keeps a lot of people from doing it, too. And I, I had kind of stopped playing mmos for that exact reason as well yeah um but like my whole family's playing this game i got like, <laughs> a couple of nieces and nephews playing it their oh, spouses my father plays what? it with me my brother Dude. plays it with me his girlfriend plays it now that's a reason to play we, we got our own we got a full guild man and we don't, <gasps> we don't even need and it's your anybody else. Oh and it's your family which is so which is like even doper that's the dream that's the dream man. that is like, man you, you got a whole group like a bunch of people that you you know and trust and you know, and and my dad and my brother and I, I mentioned all these MMOs I mentioned, pretty much been throwing down together in those for the last twenty years, man. My dad, my wow. dad's a healer, he's an OG <laughs> healer from day one. Healer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. Like I, I've got like in Final Fantasy, you can switch jobs pretty much on the fly. I've got like I don't know, probably eight jobs at level fifty or higher. The level cap in that game is eighty. Oh. My my main is a level seventy five dragoon. And, um, you know, everyone will ask, you know, my pops, just like, so what are you going to take into the dungeon? He's just like, uh, I'm going to take my white mage in there because that's what I do. <laughs> you know? Like, you know, you going to level up any other jobs? He's like, nah. nah. Hey, as long if you can cast holy, that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> I just, uh, side note, I remember in, in Final Fantasy X, Yuna uh, becomes broken here in game because you mm. can get uh, MP cost one. Yep. And then Holy does like nine 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 damage <laughs> to like okay. pretty much anything. And I just remember stomping like the out. rest of the game. Just clean them out. That's it. So Broken. yeah, but that that's it. You know, is is all these you know different jobs and things like that in, in Final Fantasy fourteen. But I I was convinced I wasn't gonna. I didn't play it for six years, and wow. I just started playing it again at the start of COVID because I had plenty of time on my hands yeah. and now i'm like determined to to finish and catch up on the current content which is, is really foolish of me because it is a bottomless hole <laughs> <laughs> it's great the story is amazing it's it's as good if not you know better than any final fantasy game i've played and i'm a huge final fantasy junkie so um really i didn't cool. expect it to be as good as it is for an mmo especially Oh damn! We gotta get you on the episode for the Final Fantasy VII remake one. Sure, you can play it and beat it. Oh my god! Oh, I do so have a PS4. PS4 now. I just yeah, thought about I'll, that. I'll get on there. I'll do it. Huh? Interesting. Okay, we might I'm actually, set that up. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually uh, from time to time I pick it back up, but I downloaded Final Fantasy VII on my um on my phone because uh, I have, it's on Apple Store or whatever. Um, 
and I've been playing it on there. And so far, it's like B for beat, like the same game. Like I don't, I don't know. Like up until like I guess the last moments, but we won't, we won't get into that. Um, I don't know if I don't know if you played it or not, so I don't want to spoil anything. I'm and, I'm yeah. a few hours into it. I bought it on on launch day because look, look, man, that's a whole other thing. But Final <laughs> Fantasy VII was, you know, I bought I bought the original one on launch day, and that game was. I'm a, I'm a big old school JRPG fan, man. Wow. Long time back, so I bought that. That that game was a an event when it came out. It it revolutionized gaming. That's why people talk about that game they do. And you got people who go like, I went back and played it. I don't. It's not all that, you know. And you'd be like, look, you had to be there. But that game, that game changed the direction of video gaming. Yeah, and it, yeah. If you play, if you play JRPG RPGs too, you like you like. I don't know like when i went back and played it i was like i see why this shit was a big deal back in the day because like not only was there like you know the combat was great and like the cgi and whatnot but the little things that you could do in the game like that the game doesn't tell you about like little side quests that you can discover and stuff like that and like um all like the mini games and stuff like i don't know oh, yeah just playing it, it there's like a lot of content to it that you don't know about that you like because i i'm using a walkthrough to get through because i just wanted to like finish it spoiler free obviously but I, I pretty much know the entire story um and uh it, it's been it's been a great like playthrough uh so far very At that time, character six seven and eight were the the holy trinity those games were <laughs> six is the one that got me on board because i had played previous final fantasy games but they were they were kind of um i don't know they were they were not particularly deep in terms yeah. of storytelling. That one changed that. Seven just blew the doors off the whole thing. Eight took that a step further, and then they got yeah. to nine, and everyone was just like, "Ah, you guys went backwards. This is not as good." What I actually, to... I actually well, like nine a lot. Since we're, well, since we're on the topic of like single player RPGs, like I wanted mm. to talk about like um, the closes off kind of uh the differences between MMORPGs and the, and single player RPGs like obviously we know the the player base but like mechanically like what are what are, what are the real differences between the two well uh, depending on which one you're playing uh you have enough time to strategize <laughs> whereas like i feel like all MMOs are you know live like if you go into battle you like you got to know what you're doing at all times whereas like you know you can fucking pause and be like all right let me think what i gotta do against this guy if mm-hmm. you get into the situation um that's just like one off the top of my head yeah i would agree with that i'd also say that um mmos uh, again there's a handful that have excellent stories but they're usually so disjointed i mean that yeah. that to me is a big difference is yeah. that jrpgs have a focused story and even though both sets of games are designed to keep you playing for as long as possible you can you can kind of play and jrpg at a leisurely pace if you want you can kind of move at your own speed mmos because there's a social element it requires you to move at other people's pace sometimes yeah yeah i definitely agree with that because uh for one one of my favorite stories of all time was tell the symphonia mm-hmm. that story fucking got me as oh a kid oh my god we're not gonna get into really, on this we're, i'm not no no don't worry i'm not gonna go into it because we already <laughs> talked about it but uh i i loved i that's the one jrpg uh Is story it- that stands out didn't you just like have to get the it's just like from this the plot was basically like like the early final fantasies you have to get the you have to go to the four elements and then like something happens and then boom you know yeah, the but, boss. This is, but this is like like one of the first like jrpgs i played where i like i i like you know 
I like researched this, went went to game facts, like learn about like you know the mechanics and stuff like that, and actually like invest time into it as opposed to just like playing facts. through it. Dude, like I'm I'm telling you, like this is like the first one like I actually like really really invested time in on the GameCube. Uh, shout out to the OG. Um, but, uh, hey, GameCube has some good RPGs. Um, they do. Uh, like you ever heard of Baiten Kaitos? Like, come on now. Um, yeah. But no. Uh, what was I saying? Oh my god, I, I like lost track because I'm talking the about difference fucking between yeah. single player. Multiplayer. Oh yeah, so yeah, with with the multiplayer, I find myself like even like with Guild Wars when I played with Sean for a little bit, and um, even with like Finish Star Online too. Right now, I just I skip that fucking uh, any kind of cutscene and stuff like that because I really yeah. I'm not invested this, in the story. Yeah, there's very few people into the story. It's very few. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Well, Fantasy Star has not typically in its history, even the original one. Like it yeah. looks cool and it's got some cool mechanics, but storytelling is not has <laughs> been, I think, their their strong point. <laughs> yeah, like a lot uh, of MMOs have. I do like it. I do like it that like all. I think from what I've seen, all the the story is like uh, voice acted. So it's like it's already been like subbed and then it's been dubbed, right? And mm-hmm. it's crazy because it's just like, whoa, they actually put time into like you know finding people to like voice this. Now I'll bet like the translation is terrible. It's the worst <laughs> translation ever. It's like reading uh, JoJo Part Four. Seriously, it's like that bad. <laughs> That's Some, fucked up. Like you, even with the weapons, sometimes like you just you read the weapon descriptions and you're just like, okay, my weapon does what? It murders <laughs> who under what circumstances? What murders what? What? Like who wrote this? <laughs> it feels like everything was like just ran through Google, but everything is voice acted, so I feel like that's a plus on them. You know, I think that's really cool, but no one pays attention to the story. So there's that. Yeah. I think another thing too is that, you know, um not even just JRPGs, but RPGs in general, they have a they end, you know, whereas the MMO you can be, you know, it ends whenever you're like I guess done playing with playing it like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. yeah. So so I try to I try to have goals that I set, right? Um when I play MMOs cuz I feel like if you don't have a goal then you it's I mean, even through life, really, too. Then you're just kind of wandering around aimlessly. Um, but the I say, like, one of the main differences that, that really stands out to me is that, like, MMOs really... Or rather, MMORPGs give an aspect uh, a lot different from single-player RPGs is that um, you can be a casual player, right? You could literally... Like, literally, there's an entire... like. There's servers in World of War- in World of Warcraft that just are devoted to uh, role playing. <laughs> there's oh, yeah. there's uh there's lobbies there's lobbies in um Fantasy Star Online too where people will just sit in the the main area and just talk to their friends and dance and use emotes right and that's mm-hmm. that is their game experience. Um, that's, that's you, cool, you can't really be a casual single player <laughs> like uh, RPG like person, right? You can't casually no. play an RPG. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta dig in, and you gotta make sure you gotta make you gotta make sure before you buy it that you know you want to sit through it and play through it. I mean, I've got a couple 
you know, traditional RPGs that are sitting in the box that I played, you know, <laughs> portions or chunks of, and for whatever reason fell out of them. I think, like, you know, Lost Odyssey is one of those, but I bought uh, that because that was, you know, Hironobu Sakaguchi. Yeah. You know, his kind of, like, venture outside of Final Fantasy, and I was just like, yeah, it's just that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's sitting in collecting dust for me too, as well as uh I am Setsuna. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. For some reason, like Persona 5 is like just different to me. I think it's because of, like the one, it has that super anime element to it. It's like watching anime, but you're like kind of playing it too. Um but yeah, I have like a bunch of JRPGs and just regular RPGs that are just sitting there collecting dust. Like I've come back and forth to uh Witcher like so many times. <laughs> like I'll tell you, like, I'm, I can't Go ahead. No, no, go on. No, I was going to say, I can't recommend, since you mentioned the the sort of anime element, if you didn't play it or haven't played it, it was also uh, was one of those those games during that time frame, during the like Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII yeah. kind of time period, where Square did um, Xenogears, and that game had... Mm-hmm. That, that, that game blew my mind at the time, because there were portions of the game they actually, which was unheard of at that time, they actually did, you know, animate, you know, That's crazy. scenes for the game. So certain pivotal moments were actually, it would cut from the game into anime, you know? Yeah, like, uh, I remember that with uh, Breath of Fire 4. I feel like they did that. Breath yeah. Yep. Uh, um, and, like, and that's another thing why I tell the symphony, I bring it up all the time. Man, them yeah. CG cuts fucking awesome yeah or not cg yeah. uh, uh animated cutscenes. i was CG. gonna say yeah <laughs> cg i was like man if they had cg cutscenes, that would be a whole nother level <laughs> but yeah like i yeah there's a huge difference right i mean mainly yeah it's the, the social aspect of it of uh mmos they really draw people in keep people there right i mean there's a fantasy star online 2 gives you literally they give you bonuses to your experience to your uh masada and uh your rare drop weight your rare, rare drop rate from just straight up being in a party of four people so the game encourages you to play with others yeah that's awesome i i do i do enjoy it when an mmo gets people they find good ways to get people playing together exactly yeah yes and, that, and that's why they're here that's that's why they exist because people some, gotta of, the, play some, together. some of the devs are terrible about oh, finding yeah. a way to do that organically i mean a good example massively popular game people still play it it's still got a very devoted community eve online people <laughs> play the hell out of that game but they they literally you know, it's like dropping you in the middle of an ocean with no boat. And they're like, swim, bitch. You know, like, you've got Basically. no, you've got, there's no help, man. You know, you have to ask people in their community, like, hey, can you uh, show me how to be? <laughs> and, you know, and, they're, and they're like, move out of the way, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'd play that for like an hour and probably be like, nah, I'm good. Well, the game's amazing. I mean, if you can get past the ridiculously, um, deep barrier of like figure it out yourself <laughs> you know um then it's it's a pretty cool game great community very engaging but it's just it's the opposite of a lot of the, the mmos that have survived well today yeah have done so because they have made playing together with people 
priority, you know, especially people yeah. you know, you know, and that's pretty important, I think, for an MMO these days. Oh, definitely. It's not going to work. It's really funny. I ended up joining one of my, uh, my, my guilds, or they call it alliances, and mm-hmm. in Japan they call it teams, which is even weirder. Um, I ended up joining my alliance because I was partying with like some, uh, with like two other people, and it was they like they were suddenly this pop up came on my screen. It was like, oh, would you like to join Robo Booty? And it was funny <laughs> because. Uh, <laughs> It was that was that was what the, the the alliance's name was, and it was funny because I was a cast, which is kind of like the other race in other MMOs RPGs. Like you know, there's like ogres and elves. Um, I was a cast. Cast are basically Gundams. <laughs> They're not even basically yeah. they they are Gundams. <laughs> Gundams. And so I'm a Amazing. Gundam, so it's like Robo Booty, and most of the player base is women uh, characters, uh, <laughs> which spikes the costume prices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, women costumes are really expensive as compared to uh, men costumes uh, because of that. But yeah, and so it was funny. Uh, so I was like, you know, you know, why not? And I play with these people like all the time. I talk to them. I don't even know who they are. I just see them in the chat. I'm like, hey, what's going on today? Does anyone want to like join in a party? We join in a party. We do like urgent quests all the time, and it's like the greatest time ever, right? And I don't even know these people. <laughs> yeah, that that's another sign of a pretty damn good game too. Is if you can get in there with randos and walk out the other end going. Like those dudes. <laughs> yeah, like I like yeah. I actually care for these people. I actually care. Like I know, yeah. like one guy in my alliance is from the UK, and he plays like when everybody is asleep in the UK because he's playing on North American servers. I have a friend uh, with COVID, um, and she's Japanese, and she talks to me all the time, and she's super, she's super fucking cool, and yeah. uh, we, and it's crazy. So that I mean. That's what draws me in on MMOs. I'm like really like a people person. I'm really social, um, a bull. So I like being in a party. I like talking to people. I like um, asking Boy, people for help and whatever. What what? You be yelling at people though, man. Yeah, I like... do. I do be yelling at people though, for real. Like what? I be like, I be like, yo, yo, you gotta chill on them, man. Like you gotta. Because <laughs> that's a, that's a whole other thing too that makes MMOs a lot different from single player. Uh, RPGs, because like single player RPGs, you can you either have control of, like all the characters, or you have control of one of them. And then you're just like, okay, why is that guy doing that? It's kind of like that in MMOs. It's just like, yo, everybody has a fucking role. You better stick to it. I want the ranger to put weak point on the knee. I gotta use my wind element on this boss so I can open up his wound. Like it's like a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. My brother, my brother's got this great story that he tells about. Um, we used to play DC Universe online together, which is also a pretty unique MMO. A lot of fun, a little more action. Oh yeah. Feel, it feels like you're you're playing more of like a third person, like like you know, beat 'em up. Which is it's still it's a really cool game, but he you have to be like any other MMO. You've got to be geared properly to go yeah. into most dungeons, right? And yeah. he tells this story about this dude that was just you could tell was. <laughs> probably probably canceled his subscription right after <laughs> after this match because he got in there and it was my brother this dude and then like you know whatever it was the party sizes i think four or five and before they even get into this dungeon dude just opens up he was just like 
What the fuck, man? There's all these people in here. You're not geared for it. You're. And he says to my brother, you're fine. The rest of these fucking people have no idea what they're doing. We're going to die. We're going to get stuck doing this shit for half an hour. And then, and then the one guy, my brother said, it just becomes like, like awkwardly quiet. Like, like, you know, dad just yelled at mom at the dinner table, quiet. And he's, and they're sitting there and one guy goes, yo, bro, it's chill. It's just a game. And he said that the dude, the dude just roars. You're not for it oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and they ran the dungeon in silence (laughs) wow that's crazy bro i've been seriously if you're not hooked up right you know yeah i've been in situations like that where uh when playing destiny um doing a raid you have to be you have to be fucking coordinated to do the raids and like like you cannot fuck up on hard mode raids in destiny because you get too Mm -hmm. shot and you're dead uh, and you gotta know what your job is, what you're doing with your class. You gotta be geared the right way for it, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's not like crazy, like um, other MMOs and stuff like that. But I just remember one time we spent like, like it was I think it was the expansion pack for. Uh, oh my god, I cannot remember this dude's name, but it was like a big ass green boss, right? So you get to the end of this uh, uh, boss, and you have to you have to be coordinated because he has a shield that you have to break down. And to do that, you have to kill certain things, and there's like waves of enemies and whatnot. I remember we were stuck doing it for like five hours. That it got to a point where one dude in our party, he's known for raging. It got so quiet for like the next two hours while playing this. We ended up doing it, which was funny. Uh, but he was just like sitting there screaming his fucking head off, and like you can hear his mom yelling down somewhere in the basement, like "Shut the fuck up!" Oh. <laughs> <Just again>. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, he he was one of those kids that talked shit back to his mom too, and it was just like, oh god, like people were just like, yeah, we like it was just awkward as fuck. But uh, any any uh final thoughts on MMOs before we uh, close this off? Did we cover? Everything? Yeah. <laughs> I think they're. I think they. They. At the time that they they popped up, were pretty revolutionary, and yeah. I think they've done some really cool things for gaming. I still think they have value in gaming if you're playing one that's not wasting your time, which is hard <laughs> because most of them are really a big ass waste of time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, especially with so many games coming out, but I I have a soft spot in my heart for MMOs. They um, they did a unique thing at a at a a very young point of the internet's life where it was really amazing to see what MMOs did when they popped up. So they may not be what they used to be, but I, I love them. I've got, a, I've got a soft spot for them. And what about you, Jacuz? Um, I'm happy to finally find an uh, MMO that I want to play and stick with. Uh, I really thought it was going to be Guild Wars 2, but uh, it turns out Fantasy Star Online is more my um, cup of tea, probably because it's like super anime. But, yeah, um, super anime. Awesome. Yeah, but, that's, that's why I like Fantasy Star Online too, too. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm just happy I got an MMO to play. What about you, Shuriken? And for, yeah, for me, um, I I just gotta say, if you've never played an MMO out there, like if you've never played one, they are they are games too, right? Like <laughs> MMOs lives matter. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> They, no, but there, there, there's a large portion of people that don't get into the MMOs, and it, they just don't know where to start, or they don't. They know got a bad do. rep, you know. Yeah, what I mean? they have a bad rep because for, for the first thing, work. first thing you think of is World of Warcraft, and you think of Leroy Jenkins, or you just think of like just grinding or whatever the the concept of grinding. The grind scares people off. It really does. But it's yeah. 
it's no different from it. It's really no different from any other like game game uh, at the core of it. Except there's just a lot of people there, and a lot of people there are super fucking cool. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> it's gonna spawn a whole argument. Well, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of <laughs> uncool people there too, but they they provide hilarity. I think MMOs oh, no. are great things. I've been playing them for essentially all my gaming life. And I highly recommend you guys get into any of them. <laughs> Just get into one of them, please. <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants to pick my brain on which ones to play and which ones not to waste your time, I've played pretty much everything on the market. So Definitely. Actually, up. yeah. Where can people find you, Jonathan? Best way to probably get me is, um, you know, at Fallon Flynn, F-A-L-L-O-N-F-L-Y-N-N on Twitter. I don't spend a lot of time on there, but I get the notifications on it. So if you want to <laughs> shoot me a DM on there and let me know, I'll uh, make some suggestions for you. And then what about uh, Anime Magic and your band? So the band, band's been doing online concerts. We've done two in the last month for conventions that we were playing at, actually. Uh, those, those contracts converted into online shows. Had a really good response to those. It was a lot of fun to do unique one of them we were on camera and you know there was only enough space where we were at to kind of catch us from the waist up so i straight up didn't even wear pants for the show it was great (laughs) Um, then the the second one um you know with anime magic where you know the the convention is currently um slated for the last weekend of august supposed to be at the uh, hyatt regency schaumburg illinois um, you know, right now we're planning the convention and, you know, working on the convention, um, as if we are going to be carrying it out. Yeah. Um, it's entirely possible that the, you know, state mandates in Illinois may not allow us to carry out the event. So but it's still far enough away. We've had a lot of people ask us questions about this. Well, how come you guys haven't canceled everybody in the universe is <laughs> canceled on everything. I'm like, dude, that's like, it's almost two months away. Like that, yeah. that's a long time in, in the age we're living in. You know, there's so much going on in the world. You know, from a business perspective, we don't expect people to understand, you know, the, the business side of it if yeah. they're not interested in that. But from a business perspective, canceling a convention that you've put a year of time and, and money and effort into months before it's supposed to happen is just stupid. It's a bad business move. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're waiting to see because we, what we're hoping will happen is things open up enough for us to be able to give people something fun to do safely you know in a time where the world is just just it's exhausted everyone's tired it's been a really kind of tough crazy year for a lot of people the world's seen a lot of things happen this year and we're just trying to give people something positive to do at a time where people have been stuck in the house for months at a time with nothing to do so if we can make it happen safely we will make it happen safely we've already got tons of of you know um safety plans in place for pretty much every event there um that's really cool. it's just whether whether or not we're allowed to carry it out so right now we're moving forward if anything changes we'll make announcements but yeah that's it yeah and of course they'll be in their second year this year too so like yeah yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be huge guys i highly recommend it. i had a lot of fun uh last year for the first yeah, year. Yeah, man, I'm glad. Thank you for the help last year. We had Dude, we had a good time. That was so awesome. Uh but yeah, as you know, as for us, I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, right. I got to I do have to mention I do have a Twitch schedule. I will be posting on our Instagram very shortly. Uh you'll see probably see it 
in the because we, we record Thursdays, we post Sundays. So so you'll see it by now, but it is up on our Instagram, um, sure, uh, twitch.tv slash shurikenpizza. I do have a Twitch schedule. I'll be streaming most nights very late around this time, around 10 p.m.-ish. So uh, definitely feel free to give me a follow because I'm trying to be a, I'm not trying to be a big streamer, but I just want the homies to at least see what I'm doing because there's a lot of hilarity that goes on at 10 p.m., as you folks know. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much it for the podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you guys next time on the mountain. The, the geek, geek mountain. mountain. There you go. Always <laughs> <laughs> late on it. Ah, you <laughs> we all, man, we used to be in sync. This episode of the feed from Geek Mountain was produced by Calvin Young and Sean Harden, edited by Sean Harden, and the theme song was composed by me, Yerk the Jerk. If you have any questions or you want to be featured in our weekly care package, email us at thefeedfromgeekmountain at gmail.com or say hi on Instagram at thefeedfromgeekmountain. Don't forget to favorite us on Spotify. We're just trying to climb to the top. See you guys next time on the mountain, the Geek Mountain. No problem. Word, word. Okay. All right, uh, I am recording. Yeah, this this would be episode 40. One. 40, this is 40. (laughs) We already have 40, don't we? This is official episode 40. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. All right.